I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the one more thing king, the live lord. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? We have a Dallas Maverick roster move that looks to be happening. It hasn't officially happened yet, as a pre- official press release hasn't went out yet, but a few days ago, we talked about potential names that they could be interested in if they wanted to add somebody in the process of what that would look like. And uh, one of the names we talked about on the pod was Trey Burke because of the familiar- familiarity. Familiarity. Whatever. Familiarity. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, of the system in Dallas and the offense coming over in that Porzingis trade. And uh, it looks like he could be taking Brunson's spot. He seems to be taking Brunson's spot in the lineup. I think he's definitely taking Willie Cauley-Stein's spot on the team. So we'll talk about that. We'll get all into that. Uh, today we'll talk about the Mavericks change, but this is also a game pod. We're live on Hot Mic right now. And so we will uh, be talking to chat. If you guys are listening just on the podcast, we'll be talking to the chat. You can join us every Thursday night on Hot Mic. It's an app that you can download for free and use the promo code NickVanExit. And then you can follow Nick Van Exit, and then we'll be live there every Thursday doing game pods, mailbags, and all kinds of stuff. We do lots of extra stuff on there. We just did a fantasy draft of the 98 NBA draft class that Vince Carter and obviously Dirk were part of. That was super fun. So I'll put those teams on Twitter. You can vote on which, which team got the best between me and Isaac and then chat as well. So... We'll talk about that. We'll do some of our hottest takes. We got some hot takes from you guys on Twitter, and we'll be getting some hot takes from the chat. And then we'll also be playing a game called Vince Carter Stats Test, where I have a whole bunch of Vince Carter stats, and I'm going to quiz the biggest Vince Carter fan in the world, Isaac Harris, and chat to see who can come up with uh, you know, the best answers and figure out which of these stats is actually Vince Carter because Vince Carter did, you know, he's officially retired. So that is... Um, that happened today, and so this is kind of a Vince stream, a Vince-related stream and podcast. So, all right, let's get into the news of the day. Like Isaac said, Willie Cauley-Stein has decided to sit out. He is expected to become a father in July. Uh, his partner is expecting a baby in July, so that's coming up, and so he decided that he is going to sit out. First of all, I just want to talk about what an incredibly tough decision that that had to have been, right? To, to stay with his team. He's he's kind of struggling to stay on a team right now. I mean, he's with the Mavericks. He was just with the Warriors. He was, you know, with the Kings for a little while. And he he's not necessarily like a guaranteed rotation player. I think he's a free agent after this year, correct? Or he has a player option. He, he has a player yeah, he option. Has a player option, yeah. And uh and so he has that, I guess. That's a little stability, but he's not, you know, a guy with a guaranteed five year contract there. And so he decided to choose family because if he goes to the quarantine, he's not gonna be able to see, you know, his his baby, his newborn baby for uh a month or months. And so that that must be a really tough decision. I kind of I kind of give it up for Willie Collison for making that choice and deciding that he's not going to go and play uh, and try to you know maybe gain a roster spot for next year or whatever and decide to you know be there for his you know his newborn baby. Yeah, much respect to him. I mean, when we were talking about um, yeah, I think he re- released a video. Uh, I want to say a, f- a few months ago. Uh, it was kind of like a gender you, reveal video you mean every day. <laughs> 
Uh, well, yeah, his videographer is <laughs> he super is the talented. most active on Instagram and social media. I mean, he is always posting videos. Like he has this professional videographer that does all these videos for him. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely jealous. Definitely jealous. But he's he's killing it on Instagram. Um. So anyway, yeah. Just the you know you knew where, uh, he were he was expecting a baby coming soon, and um, yeah. It's just I mean. It, him along with anyone else, Avery Bradley, uh, Trevor Ariza, people who are opting out of going to Orlando. It's much respect to them. You have to respect that. And uh, in return, this kind of answers the question, though. A lot of people are throwing out there when seeing the Mark Stein tweet that said, "Hey, Dallas is out there. They're interested in bringing you know some reinforcements in." But we looked at it the other day and said they can't really add anybody because unless they waive somebody or somebody opts out uh, due to you know of Orlando. And it didn't seem like they wanted to waive Courtney Lee based on what Brad Townsend reported. You know, Courtney Lee is going to be out. He's getting surgery. And so he's not going to be able to play, but the maps still want to take him to camp and they still want to take Brunson and Dwight Powell. And so they want to take him them to Orlando. And so they weren't going to waive them. It seems like. And so to add somebody, they had to, you know, somebody had to sit out or they had to decide to waive somebody. And so their decision was kind of made for them. Yeah. And without Brunson, you know, just a reminder, they're going to be without Dwight Powell, without Jalen Brunson, without Courtney Lee, now without Willie Cauley Stein. That's four players, you know, that would be in their rotation, if you want to say. Uh, so when you're looking at the roster, when we were breaking down the roster the other day, it's like, hey, they kind of do need another guard wing to, you know, kind of be at the back end of that roster. I'm not saying Trey Burke's going to step in and get, you know, 18 minutes a night, but. Brunson gave you that other playmaker that behind Luca, JJ, and you know maybe Seth or Delon, you need that that third point guard if you want to say on the roster. And their backup point guard right now is JJ Barea, and he's just you know he's still coming off of that Achilles, and he's older. He's the oldest guy on the team, and you don't know if you you know you're not really sure what you're going to get from him. We've seen him you know playing around in the pool, and we've seen him you know working out in the Mavs facility, but we're not really sure how this really long layoff is going to agree with him you know being an older player and having a player that's dealing with injuries and so they they bring in Trey Burke by the way he's 27 years old I don't know why I always feel like Trey Burke is will always be like 24 <laughs> right and only recently you know coming out of the draft but he's 27 now he's just waived by Philadelphia in January so that's the last team he was on was the Sixers and he played 25 games for the Mavericks last year in 2019 he averaged 9.7 points 2.6 assists and he shot just over 35 percent from three and he's also shot you know just about 38 percent from three since 2016 so i thought that that was pretty uh, notable so he, he performed definitely but kind of in a time when the mavs weren't necessarily trying to <laughs> try to win a ton of games and weren't going all out last year but he performed pretty well he had he did have a tendency to kind of try and get his own try to get his own stats and you know drive a lot and not really have his head up and uh, that was one knock we had on him, but he's a good guard coming off the bench. He, you know, hopefully he still knows the map system and knows how to work there, and he'll be a good. He's basically now the fifth guard because Carlisle plays a lot of two guards. They'll probably play, you know, Luca and Seth Curry as their starters, depending on the matchup. Maybe it'll be Maxi in the starting lineup instead of Seth, but Luca and Seth Curry, you know, to start, and then you know. Delon and JJ probably will play together a lot coming off the bench, and then you have Trey Burke. He's your fifth guard basically at this point. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think I said on that pod the other day, I would take Trey Burke over Isaiah Thomas. A lot of people, you know, I've seen on Mavs Twitter is throwing out, it's like, oh, IT, can we bring him in? 
And uh, I would just prefer Trey, Trey Burke over him. He's been here before. He knows the system and all that stuff. Um, but I do want to address the big situation because I have seen people, uh, fans, talking about like, all right, well, now we're, we're pretty much swapping out a center for another guard. What does that do for our center depth at that point? Because now you have KP will probably still start at the five. Uh, since Dwight is out, then you have Maxi and Boban. And after that, there's not really anyone else. So uh, I'm not as worried about that just because when it comes playoff time we talked about this heading into the season we thought that this transition to smaller tight ball for the Mavericks would happen in the playoffs already they transitioned to it earlier in the season because of the Dwight Powell injury but I mean I fully expect I mean I think even without Willie Cauley-Stein I still think there's there'll be games that Boban doesn't even play and we're looking at just like KP and Maxi getting center minutes or, you know, five minutes. So I don't think I, I'm not worried about the depth up, you know, up front. Yeah, not super worried about that. The Mavericks are going that way anyway. And now they're going even, you know, even smaller. And, uh, you know, a guy in the chat, ESDAB, came in and said, Michael Kidd Gilchrist at the five. We'll probably see him at the four, too. So that's already, Good point. you know, yes. a, a Good front point. court spot that's taken up as well. So, uh, and I'll say I'll say this: this could be a spot too, to where they could transition Cleveland uh, or Reeves up to the actual roster and use one of those two-way spots for another big two. A guy that I used to you know like and you know stuff was Ray Spalding. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's still on a roster or stuff right now, but uh, I wouldn't mind bringing Ray Spalding back on a two-way. But there's other Man. bigs out there that are in the G League. Somebody tweeted us the other day and said, "What about Justin Anderson?" And I didn't even think about him. I would be really intrigued about. About bringing Justin Anderson back and um, so anyway there's options out there if they want to add more bodies to their bench in Orlando yeah our friend Jimmy Crowther all things Mavs on Twitter he was he posted a video I think about Justin Anderson and talking about that idea and he went through some of his G League numbers and how he was just he's just been killing it in the G League so that would be fun however since Dwight is out they wouldn't be able to do their pregame stuff and so uh, it wouldn't be as fun to bring Justin Anderson back in this scenario, but that's definitely an option. People in the chat are saying uh, Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, it could be an option, I guess, but I don't think they're looking for bigs at this point. So I don't know if that's the best option to go with at, at that point. So, all right, coming up, let's hear from you guys. We're going to hear some of your hottest takes about the NBA coming back to Disney to Orlando. And so we'll hear your hottest takes and Isaac and I will buy or sell those takes. We'll do that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, let's hear from some of these hot takes. Chat, as you are listening to this right now, send your hottest takes for the NBA season restarting in you know, late July. So let, let me know what your hot takes are. Send them in the chat, and Isaac will read the ones we got off of Twitter. Yeah, as, as you guys send them uh, in through the live chat, I'll read some off Twitter that we tweeted. Uh, we tweeted the question out today. First one I'll throw at you, Disney pulls the strings and gets the magic to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, because they're sta- Disney sponsors the Magic. That's some uh, that's some Disney Magic right there. If uh, the that Orlando would take magic. Disney Magic, that would be like <laughs> that's like imagine if you made a movie that was about like a little robot and it barely has any talking in it, and like the robot was on like a post-apocalyptic world, and it became like this heartwarming hit. I mean, just imagine if you took those elements and put. <laughs> um, and that this movie one. was Wally. From Dylan <laughs> and on that Twitter team was the magic. I'm selling that. There's no way. There's yeah. There's no no absolute way. Uh, Dylan on Twitter says Boban will start multiple games. Hmm. 
Oh, sell, sell, get out. No, it's just gonna it's just gonna be Porzingis at the five. They're rolling with it. This that's the most deadly lineup. The- I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it just because this reason. Are they if playing they the are they playing the 76ers Denver, every day? If they get matched up with Denver, do they start Boban against Jokic? That's the last time we've seen the Mavericks play. And if that's the if that's the case, all we all they need is Boban to start two games for this statement to be true. Dang. And Dallas, here's the thing with Dallas. They it's all about like who finishes the game. It's not about starting. Gosh, I I'll say I'll sell it. I don't think so, I guess. I don't think it was starting. He'll get some big minutes against those Denver teams. I don't see him starting those games. I could see him starting against Denver. On on Hot Mike, Sater says, Liverpool are the Premier League champions. That means LeBron is a Premier League champion. Isaac, are you buying or selling this Premier League champion counting for LeBron since he's a part owner? Get get out of here. (laughs) Counts as a title. I'm buying it. Get out of here. Four titles for um, LeBron. Next one, Andrew says on Twitter, a champion won't be crowned. Yeah, I saw that a lot on Twitter. Um, I'm selling that because I just think that it seems like the NBA is too far down the road to go back, and I think that they'll just yeah. they'll try and end it however they can, and the amount of players that end up being out at the end will determine how big of an asterisk we put next to this season, but... Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 selling that. I think that I think that a, a champion will be crowned at some point. I think it's too far down the road for the NBA, which is kind of sad in one direction. Yeah, I'll sell it to. Uh, yeah, I just think the NBA at this point, by everything that you're reading, it just seems like it's inevitable. They're just going to push on and make this thing happen. Uh, pulling from uh, pulling from uh, Hot Mike, John says Boogie joins the Heat. Ooh. That's an interesting one. The, the I would cu- love it if he went to the Heat. The culture for him, I think, would be would be great. But I don't. I think Bo- I think Boogie stays out of this. I don't think Boogie goes and joins any team. I think he's going to stay out. So I'm selling. I just don't think he's going to join any team. I wish this question was Boogie. Yeah, I guess no, because it's already been reported. So I'll sell it that he's going to set out. Yeah, that's tough. Um, also, a couple on Hot Mike are saying that the Clippers will be bounced early. One one says because uh, Lou Williams will sit out. That's from Christian. And then um, another one, just the Clippers will implode in the second round. That would be fascinating. I mean, if they lose before they even meet the Lakers. I mean, if either team does that. But what do you think about the Clippers, buy or sell? Um, I'll sell that. Yeah, I'm, I don't think. Yeah, I'm selling that too. Yeah, I think I mean they're still my they're still my pick to win the title, so that's yeah, I'll sell it. That one's and tough. I'll, that's a hot take I'll, though, if you think they're gonna implode in the second round against somebody. I like their supporting cast compared to the Lakers. And that was even before Avery Bradley was was out of Orlando. So Avery Bradley, big swing maker. Just a huge swing losing Avery Bradley. Um, this person, uh, Hans says on Twitter, KP will score more points than Luca. Ooh, that is a hot take. Ooh, I will. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, you said that at the beginning of this season. You said that that I'll was, buy it. that was your I'll hot take it. at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Dang. I'll buy that. I'll sell it then. I'll sell it. I think Lucas, okay. I mean, Lucas still, but man, that's tough. 
Christian said hot take Nick on, on hot mic. He says hot take Nick gets called up to Orlando to the bubble to be a sideline reporter. If you're listening, anyone in the NBA, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm in. I would die to turn on my TV screen and like, I'm in. Hey, Nick, let's go. And welcome. You are locked on to the TNT broadcast here in Orlando. I'm standing right next to LeBron James, and he's in timeout for spitting on the court. LeBron, what would you have to say for yourself? You know, I just, you know, I made a you know, bad decision, and I just didn't really set a good example for my son, Bronny. You know, he just re- recently released his top five players in the NBA, so I just want to make sure that I make it in there at some point and be a good representative. You know, uh, you know, my daughter, Zuri, she has her own YouTube channel, and uh, she can't be spitting on her YouTube channel. So I Does decided, she really have her own YouTube channel? I decided that I don't want to. She seems I wanna, awesome. I want to be a good representative. Yeah, she does have her own YouTube channel. That's awesome. Uh, this one from Twitter. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try. No LA or Milwaukee champion. So no Clippers, no Lakers, and no Bucks in the. Oof. They can make the one of them can make the title, but someone else yeah. has to win it. Yeah. So you're saying you're taking the field. If if someone's saying an LA or a Milwaukee team will win the title, he's taking the field. See, my hottest take today. I actually quote to this tweet and I said, I don't think Milwaukee makes the finals. And that I don't think the Bucks will represent the Eastern Conference, but this this takes it a step further in saying that those three teams. I'll sell it. I just not only do I think it's the best three teams, I I think the NBA wants that too. So we've talked about it before. If if a team lower than them wins this title, it's gonna make the title look even more different, and the NBA does not want that to happen. You're all for the NBA being rigged. There's too much. Why proof. do you why do you even follow the NBA if you think it's so rigged? I love the game of basketball. <laughs> even if it's fake. Even if it's wrestling. Nah, the way no, you talk about it sometimes part. you're like, there's no way. There's no way. I the think thing they is, can I've, influence. I've things. seen the Lakers lose games that the NBA definitely wanted them to win, so. For sure. Yeah. They can't completely rig it, but I think they can heavily influence games. Okay. Uh Trolling Fiery Isaac on Hot Mike says, Jokic doesn't play a game before the playoffs. Oof. These are, so these are the questions we have to answer now. Is what happens yeah. to these guys that have tested positive? You know, your, your buddy Heels, your Jokic's, your, I guess, I mean, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, are they already, you know, negative? Are they already out of it? Probably. It's been a, been a long time since those two tested positive but see see that's the thing too is like some of these things the the testing positive of players right now is so difficult to grasp because one not every team is releasing and that's their information that's i get it i don't think it's media's business that we have to know uh, if they release who it tests? obviously we know yeah who tests positive but like brian windhorse then we're talking and tim mcmahon that uh, we're talking on their their podcast today about how you know, it's like, hey, there's no telling how many people are tested positive right now. We're, yeah, just, we're right. only hearing about a few of them. But one of the things, too, is we don't know when they tested positive. Like, when did Jokic test positive? Was it a week ago and he's already a week into his quarantine? Is it? I mean, we know that Novak Djokovic tested positive as well. And they were seen, you know, embracing each other recently when we saw that skinny Jokic video. So that's true. That's true. But like some of those, you see what I mean? It's like, well, Will some of them be like recent or will some of them be like a week ago and they'll be fully out of quarantine? I do think there is a question of if they're if they go straight into Disney and that's their first, will they set out, you know, some come a 
scrimmages or games. I don't know. We just don't know what that looks like. I'll sell that. I think Jokic will play. There's just too much time between then and now. Yeah. Uh, here's one from Hot Mike. John Cunningham says, Luca leads the bubble in points per game and assists. Who? Um, you know, I mean, I don't... You know that, like... It, you know, points per game and assists goes down in the playoffs. You know, it doesn't like it doesn't completely go up because more contested basketball. Yeah, I'm gonna sell that. I could see. I could. I. I think I would believe the assist more than the points uh, in that. But you got to remember, Trey Young's not gonna be there, so there's less competition. I can't. It's hard for me to make Trey Young jokes anymore. Why? Um, <laughs> I was gonna make one on Twitter the other day. He's joining Clutch. Him. Lakers. You got nothing on that. It, all that. Inf- all that. You have no jokes on that. I mean, all the Clutch Lakers jokes are so warranted. Like it's not even a joke anymore. It's not a joke. It's just a real thing. If, if they if they assign J.R. Smith, they're gonna have what six or seven players on their their team that is, are Clutch Clutch clients. And uh, yeah. Anyway, um, must be nice to have a. Agency that represents you so well. There, there was a person on Twitter who said the Jazz will win the title. I don't know which title. If, the NBA one. I don't know if that was David Locke's burner or <laughs> what, but uh, I think he's checking we'll in sell. on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell. Oh, I'm selling that. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, Aaron, do I have to lose a bet to wear a bucket hat? What's wrong with my bucket hat? Everyone in the in the chat seems to love your bucket hat, and then Aaron comes in and he does not like the bucket. Don't hate. If you want to see Isaac's bucket hat, tune in on Hot Mike. All right, there you go. Do you have any other really hot takes we need to get to, or can we move on? I think Henry Patton is employed by Clutch. <laughs> what him, him, and Kendrick Perkins. Now he always comes in hot with uh, his LeBron. Takes. Some people believe he's a good basketball player, and other people are you. So, okay, real quick, Blazers take the Lakers to Game Seven. Christian said that. Ooh, I don't think sell. that the. Uh, here's the thing: I don't think the Blazers take them to seven, but I think they take them to six. I think it's a longer. I don't think it's a sweep, and I think the Blazers win two uh, two games in that series. Oh, Aaron says his wife was one that didn't like the bucket hat. So, oh, <laughs> changing changing speeds there. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a five-game series. Six games. Sure. Okay, one game. It's Garden Dame. Avery Bradley. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up, let's get into some Vince Carter questions. I have a whole bunch of stats. We'll let you know, and you guys will tell us in the chat, and you can do it at home as well. Over, under, true or false, we'll do some Vince Carter stats coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, let's play some Vince Carter stats. I did a bunch of these stats today, so I really wanted to get to it. That's why I was pushing for it. Here we go. Over under chat and Isaac. Vince Carter has played at least one game against 25% of the NBA players who have ever played. 25%. One-fourth of all the players that have ever played basketball. Over or under chat, let us know. Over or under, Isaac? I'm going with over. Over 25%. You think he's played with yeah. more? There's a couple for under, a couple for over. That he's yeah, played I'm going with. with over. I mean, he's played, what, 22 seasons? The, 25% of the players that have ever played in the NBA. Like, all the way back to yeah. the 60s and everything. Yeah, I'll still take over. He's taking the over. Okay. You know how many times you've told me about Bill Russell and how he had to play against, like, four teams <laughs> back in his time? And it's like... <laughs> 
Bill Russell, by the way, <laughs> quote tweeted Dom 2K on Twitter. And Dom 2K said, man, it's going to stink not seeing Bill Russell give out the, the finals MVP. And he said, who said I was? <laughs> that was an excellent tweet from Bill Russell. That's awesome. This is over. Vince Carter has played at least one game against 37% of the players who have ever played basketball. So that one is over. He squared off wow. against 1,668 of the 4,489 all-time NBA players. We've had less than 4,500 NBA players total in history. That's pretty wild to me. That does but, seem low. Uh, yeah, he's played uh, He's played one game against at least 37% of them. That's from Micah Adams on Twitter. All right, here we go. Hmm. True or false? In the 1998 draft class, Vince Carter ranks first in games played, but not first in minutes played. True or false? Let us know, chat. First, first in games played, but not first in minutes played. This is just a battle against him and Dirk at this point. So Or Pierce. Uh, no, Pierce is out of that. Um, <laughs> sorry. Chat thinks it's Dang. true so far. Okay, first in games played, and but not, not minutes. Not first in minutes played. Yes, I'm going to say true, because I, I think he has more games than Dirk, but I think... Dirk has more minutes because of playoffs. And this is just regular season, by the way. John mentioned that as well. Uh, This is true. Vince Carter, number one in the 98 draft class in games played, but he's second in minutes played to Dirk, which I thought was wild. Dirk played a bunch more minutes than Vince did. Um, So there you go. Over under, Vince Carter scored 25,000 points in his career. Over or under, chat? False. 25,000 points in his career. And I'm going to do this I one quick so a, nobody can go check it. Nobody I can think go he's look. around the 23 or 24 mark. You're going to go under. Yeah. Okay, a couple for under there from chat. This is over 25,728. So just a little bit over, but he is in the 25,000 okay. point club. Uh, and we'll talk about Famer. Over under. I'll die on this hill, Here guys. Don't ever argue with me that he's not a Hall of Famer. On the, no, but nobody's going <laughs> to convince you otherwise of that especially you <laughs> over under vince carter ranks 20th in total point scored so we just mentioned twenty five thousand seven hundred and twenty eight points over under 20th in total points scored if you go under that means he's higher than 20th if you go over that means he's lower than 20th so that's like 21 2 3 4 5 over um, or under 20th in total points scored in man, nba history that, that's hard is he top 20 or is he not? John thinks he's 24th. A couple couple going under. I'm going to say he's not in the top 20. Not in the top 20. Isaac's saying over. Couple over. Dang, that's, that's freaking hard. No, I'll switch it. I think he is in the top 20. You think he's in the top no. 20? No, I'll say he's not in the top 20. Andre says he's in the top 24. Sure. All right. He is 19th in the NBA in all-time scoring, oh. so he is in the top 20. Pretty pretty safely there. <laughs> All right, Vince Carter ranks fifth in total three-pointers made. Over or under fifth? Total oh three-pointers made. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, it's over 2,000. I don't know if that changes <laughs> the, the number for you. No, I think that is true. You think that's true? Like he is that fifth. In career, no, I'm, it's this is over under. Oh, over, over. So you think he's he's not fifth? He's sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. 
Oh, no, no, no. I think he's in the top five. You think he's in the top five. Okay, so you're going under. Yeah. Yeah. Under. He is sixth in all-time three-pointers made, 2,290. Sorry, Jonathan. This is my hat. Uh, (laughs) True or false? Vince Carter is the only player to play in four different decades. That's true. This is this is the most obvious one that's been out there. But he was drafted in 1998. He's retired in 2020. He played in four different decades. That one was the easiest one, but it's just it has to be said. That's awesome. All right, here's the here's a good one. This is from Tommy Beer on Twitter. Over under. Vince Carter is one of 20 players. So that's the over under is the number of players. Vince Carter is one of 20 players who have scored 25,000 points. 5,000 rebounds, 4,000 assists, and 500 three-pointers made. He is one of 20 players, over under 20 players. Vince Carter, 25,000 points, 5,000 rebounds, 4,000 assists, 500 three-pointers made. Over under 20 players in NBA history have done that. Under 20 players. Under 20 players. Yeah. What are we thinking, chat? Over or under? (laughs) <laughs> Matthew says he got two and a half months in that fourth decade, but he got it. I mean, he played in four four decades. Yes, he right? did. It, Those two and a half months count for sure. It's not like he played for four decades. He played in four decades. Like we, it's not his fault. We, he played for the Hawks. We count them. A couple people saying over, but we got a bunch of unders. Under Vince Carter retires as one of five players in NBA history to score more than twenty five thousand points, five thousand rebounds, four thousand assists, more than five hundred oh, three pointers made. The other four. Isaac, can you guess who the other four are? LeBron. LeBron is one. The other one is on your wall. Yeah, I was trying to think of recent players. LeBron Jordan. The other one is in uh, a poster of mine over there. <laughs> I don't know the other ones off the top of my head. The other one is on a poster of mine over over there. Um, Avatar? No. Kobe, Kobe Bryant and a guy I drafted earlier today, Paul Pierce. That was wild to me. Wow, Paul Pierce. If you change the three-pointers made in that stat. Josh said magic. If you change magic the three-pointers three. made in that stat, so 25,000 points, 5,000 rebounds, 4,000 assists, 500 made three-pointers. If you bump that three-pointers up to 1,800 three-pointers, it's just Vince, Pierce, LeBron, and Kobe. And if you change the three-pointers made to 2,200, just Vince. So Vince Carter, the only player in NBA history, 25,000 points, 5,000 rebounds, 4,000 assists, and 2,200 three-pointers made. Hmm. It's wild. That's wild. He's That's the only wild. one to do it. True or false, Vince Carter has spent more years of his life as an NBA player than not as an NBA player. True or false, chat? More years of his life as an NBA player than not as an NBA player. Excellent commentary from Isaac <laughs> as he sits and thinks about it. <laughs> Everyone in chat thinks this is true. Isaac? Yes, he's played more basketball than he's been alive. True. He has played basketball for 22 years in the NBA. He was 21 when he got into the NBA, so that is true. He has played more NBA basketball than he has not played NBA basketball, which is wild. And my final one. Over under, Vince Carter received 110 out of the 118 total votes for Rookie of the Year. Over or under? 110 of the 118 total votes for rookie of the year. Oof. Um, 
I'm gonna go with true with that or over on that. Over the, over 110 votes. Yeah. For rookie of the year. John's yeah. going under. Couple going over. We're split in the chat right now. Over under. And we, chat, we just went through all the players in that draft class. Dirk, Pierce, uh, Jason Williams, Larry Hughes, Antoine Jameson. Over. Vince Carter got 113 of 118 total votes for Let's Rookie go. of the Year. Who are the other two players that received votes? Dirk. Dirk did not. No, come on. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, gosh, who else would... I mean, I can't remember how good rookie Paul Pierce was. Paul Pierce got two votes. Okay. <laughs> Jason Williams, White Chocolate, got three votes for Rookie of the Year that year. Oh, wow. Vince Carter, 113 out of 118 total Rookie of the Year votes. There you go. That's our Vince Carter stats quiz. That is our podcast. That's our week, guys. We appreciate you hanging out with us and jumping on uh, on the Lockdown Mavericks podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Boom.